Hey there, suckers. So uh, today's episode is an episode between myself, Mac, and Tommy. We just sat down and uh, and caught up. Basically, Mac talked a little bit about some of his uh, stuff he's going through with his gym, some of his um, hiring and letting go of stuff problems. Um, talked a little about Tommy getting his uh, getting a number of a really hot chick that he uh, was pretty chuffed with, and we talked about a whole other bunch of crap. Um, we've been doing a couple of these shows where we just sit down and chat and you guys have been liking them. Well, that's what we think anyway, because people have been telling us that they want more of it. So we're happy to do more of it. This particular show was recorded, um, after about five hours of podcasting with Jared Fleming, which will be released next week and with Paul and Jade Harmeister, which came out two days ago. So the energy isn't as ridiculous as normal. But we go through a fair bit of good stuff. It's a, it's a pretty pretty um, interesting podcast. So hopefully you guys like it. Before we get into it, we are sponsored by Audible. So basically, guys, Audible is an audiobook service. So if you can't be bothered reading, if you don't have money to go to the bookstore and buy books, then you can just buy these books online and read them in your car or listen to them in your car. Listen to them wherever you are. If you're a tradesman, if you're at work, you can put a headphone in, you can knock out a book a day. Do you know how fucking smart you'll get, how quick you'll get uh, smarter? It's the best service known to man. I really love it. I'm reading, um, I'm listening to The Bulletproof Diet as we speak from Audible. So it's kind of going in one ear and out the other because it's, I don't know, some of it's confusing to me, but I want to maybe toy around with the ketogenic diet, so... I've been um I've been having a, a listen to the book, so that's great. I've got uh, meditations from Marcus Aurelius in my Audible account as well, ready to go for when um when uh when I'm done with the bulletproof diet. Meditations by Marcus Aurelius is a book about um about Marcus Aurelius, who was the emperor of Rome, I believe, and it's basically his diary, and and somehow someone got their hands on it, and now we can listen to it, so. It's pretty fascinating stuff. Anyway, moral of the story is it's an amazing way to take in information or get entertained. I listened to The Martian. Um, I listened to The Martian over the space of... So I do a little bit of work in... Um, in I do a little bit of tradie work for my dad from time to time. It's what I used to do very long ago and I still from time to time give him a hand. Anyway, I did a couple of days work for him uh, last year at some point. And it was just me, so I was working by myself. I had a headphone in and I listened to, listened to The Martian over the space of two days. I didn't want to leave the job site. It was like an awesome film playing in my head for 14 hours straight. Um, so if you want a free trial to check out Audible, guys, head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. You'll get 30 days free to check out Audible on all their services and you'll get one free audiobook. After that, it's $15 a month or maybe 10 if you're in the US and you get a free audiobook every week, uh, every month. It's badass. Um, I don't know why I said badass. I don't think I've ever said that word in my life. Um, anyway, that's what putting headphones on does here. And our other sponsor is AdventureFit Travel. So we've just released our newest trip guys which is out to the philippines in november that's the first of seventh to first till seventh of november and we're going to be ziplining free diving cliff jumping tons of cool stuff we're doing there 
And Dimitri Klokov, world champion weightlifter, is guest coach again. So Dimitri was so stoked with Bali, he's in for the Philippines. So our Bali trips went really, really quickly, guys. So I'm not assuming there'll be tickets for this for very long. So make sure if you want to have the time of your life, check out our reviews on Facebook for our Bali trip. I had a, Ash Bedford. I'm about to have lunch with him, um, one, of our, one of our Bali trip guys. He uh, shook my hand and said I'd change his life forever. He could never thank me enough. That's the kind of thing we do to people. So check out our reviews if you're, uh, if you're wondering. And um, yeah, head online, www.adventurefittravel.com. Check out the Philippines trip and get involved. Anyway, here's our episode. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Tommy, you got a date. <laughs> 12 years old. No, he threw me under the bus yeah. straight away. When, what who? are you talking about? He's like, oh, so we'll talk about this, that, and that. I'm like, yeah, sweet. I just put my, put my headset on. And he goes, so you got a girlfriend? <laughs> my nuts went to yeah. Tell us about your t- new 12-year-old girlfriend. Oh, God damn it. Me and Mac have seen... Tommy, tell, you tell the story. I'll, yeah. I'll, pre- I'll preface the story by me and Mac have both seen the photo on Facebook. Oh, and this girl's really attractive, but she's legit 12. Me and Mac both said 12. Look, Hang on, we, we aren't even in the same room. No. You, you got shown at a separate time. Uh, three hours earlier. And then I just got shown, and I was oh. like, is she 12? And Bill just cracks. Look, look. Yeah, okay, she's young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. What um, is she? Realistically, though, what is she, 15? Uh, uh <laughs> At a stretch. Look, she's uh, she's um, she's <laughs> deciding what to do for her VCE study. No, I um, I think she's like twenty one. Yeah, right. Mm. Why do you reckon? Tell tell the listeners what happened about that. She came up and gave you her number or something. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Let's see. So, <laughs> but it's just so fresh. It's so well, fresh. Hits a board in two thousand two. Um. Yeah, no, oh, she, she, um, yeah, this super attractive, um, she came up to me and, um, said, um, hey, and I was like, hey, <laughs> nah, and then she said, um, you know, we, we, we got to talking and then, um, they left a bit, um, after the gym, so she was her, uh, with her friend. <laughs> Hang on, paint the scene, Oh, God. <laughs> I said hi. She said hi, and then next thing you know, and uh, <laughs> okay. So, so I, what happened? I was at the gym, and um, these uh, these two girls came up to me and um, uh, looked like a mother and daughter. You <laughs> 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 look like a twenty-one-year-old mother and a twelve-year-old. Our CrossFit <laughs> Kids program son. doesn't start until four p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then they came up to me. They were um, trying to. Um, get me to make a donation for something and um, 
I uh, I pretended that I didn't have my wallet on me. Um, and um, anyway, they, they left and then I started cleaning the gym and then one of the other chicks came back and she was like, oh, hey, this is this probably sounds super unprofessional. But um, uh, my friend thought you were actually pretty cute. Do you reckon um, you could grab her number? And I, I pretty much said, does the Pope shit in the woods? <laughs> and she kind of looked at me weird and wasn't sure if the Pope did shit in the woods or not. But uh, I said to her that obviously it's a rhetorical question and he does. <laughs> but um, after that, I grabbed a number and we started talking and uh, yeah, next thing you know, g'day. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to take her? First oh, date? Well, you mentioned that magic show. Yeah, you paid me out last <laughs> session about the magic too, show. No. Yeah, that's right. One of the uh, one of the questions I originally asked on the podcast was, "What's your favourite date?" So I wanted to be inspired okay. for when eventually a man would take me on a date. <laughs> and um, you all uh, gave me nothing, so I decided to <laughs> do it anyway. Do it anyway. <laughs> and so I discovered a magic show yeah. in Melbourne that was fucking awesome. Really? Where yeah. Is it? It's called Impossible Occurrences. It runs on every Friday night. At the Marriott Hotel. Yeah. Right. And you can get a... Just opposite the MCJ? No, mate. Oh. I'm not sure. No, it's up at uh, Collins Trailing, Marriott. Oh, Somebody right. Okay. Yep. CBD. Yep. Uh, and uh, you can do different packages. You can get a uh, dinner and drinks package and they do you like a three-course meal and then your drinks and then you get ushered into the little room first and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's set in like the 1900s. It's uh, not a flamboyant show at all. It's not a rabbit out of a hat. It's this dude in a tux. There's about 30 to 40 people in the room. It's really intimate. Yep. And uh, it was just mind-blowing. I had my jaw to the floor for... It only goes to 70 minutes, and I had it on the floor for the whole time. And yep. Were you on people, pills? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> no, I'm usually chewing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, people got called up. Uh, my girlfriend got called up on stage. and Really? It was... She was like one of the first or second... Uh, like sort of tricks. What are, what are they? What were they doing? What tricks? It's just enough? street magic. No, no, no. Not you. Not your. That's what I mean by flamboyant. It's yeah, not right. your. It's like David Blaine. It's not your stage stuff. Of. It's your real 1900s street magic. Really, nice. that's it's, cool. That's and nice. it's, and because it's so small, you can like you can take your drinks and stuff in there, and and you know you get up out of your seat to get closer to him, and you all come around a table, and he yep. does this thing right in front of your face, and you're like, come on, mate, you're kidding me. Yeah. Put and some pants on. <laughs> Where's my pants gone? <laughs> um, so uh, that has been one of the best dates I've been on just recently because it's so... I don't know. You guys laughed at me when I said the magic nah. trick. And it's, it's, it's out of the ordinary. Did I laugh? Yeah. Uh, you weren't in the show, I don't think. You weren't in the show, but you were laughing inside. What are you talking about? No, oh, you're not talking about You were sitting me. just over there. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't hear it because I would have been up for it. Uh, I love yeah. that shit. Yeah. So it's... Uh, so now you're up for it. You yeah. me. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, take her there. It's it's All awesome. Right. It's yeah. one of the How best much? like uh, a dinner package is about eighty bucks maybe. Whoa. That's a three course dinner. You oh. ass. <laughs> well, what about just a carton of milk and an egg? <laughs> All right, dirty bulk. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's not. It's not. Not no, expensive. Not, too at all. not expensive at all. Okay. I bought um I bought Jill a pretty sweet uh, birthday present. I reckon the other day I. Don't know um, whether she likes it, but I, I'm certainly going to like it. I, I bought um. So you bought yourself a birthday present? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I bought a, I bought a um, Hunter S. Thompson graphic novel. Like it's a graphic novel of. This is not the actual what I'm going on to talk about. But I bought a um, Little Shop of Horrors tickets. Right. Little Shop of Horrors is like a musical um, stage show. Like you know all these all these shows like The Phantom of the Opera, Little Shop of Horrors, Les Misérables, Witches, uh, Witches. All these all these shows have been around for like 50 years. Like I've mm. heard of Little Shop of Horrors forever, and it's yep. playing in Melbourne. 
So um, Lane yeah, Mies got- has been around for like a thousand years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably um, five hundred years. Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. Um, did you write that one? Yeah. I, how did you know that? <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm pretty stoked. It's a, it'll be the third or fourth time I've been to the theatre. Have you guys ever been to the theatre? I've been to the theatre a ton of times. Ever? In New York, me and my mate, instead of going out and getting pissed or whatever, we just spent all our money on Broadway. Yeah, it's sick, It isn't was it? so good. I saw The oh, Lion King last year on Broadway. Yeah. That's the only theatre I've, each theatre show I've seen is The Lion King. Loved it? it? Was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. What, yeah, I thought it was pretty sick. I it's saw so um, I saw Dr. Zhivago. Oh yeah, with um, Anna, my Danish ex-girlfriend, she had um, she got us free tickets, and this was the first show I ever went to, and I was seriously thinking like, because it was she was back in Australia, she did an exchange in Australia, she was back in Australia visiting her old cross-country coach, He's a real old guy, like ancient, like eighty years old, and um, hash, cheers, shout out to all our ancient <laughs> out there. Hang on a second, <laughs> but um, yeah, so she asked me, she's like, oh hey, would you like to come to um. Um, Dr. Zhivago it's at the you know whatever whatever um, st- stage whatever um, whatever yeah, place hosted it fuck I'm all over the shop mm-hmm. um, anyway I was thinking that it would be lame you know I was like 23 or 25 or something maybe and I was like stage show <laughs> fuck well like lame yeah no shit <laughs> and then um, but I went there and I fucking loved it yeah so good really it's just felt such like, a production yeah. isn't it I mean I saw the best in the world being on Broadway and everything yeah but what did you see? I saw Les Mis. I saw um, the uh, purple is the color is purple. Yeah. Um, with Jennifer Hudson, I saw Phantom of the Opera twice. Did you like Phantom of the Opera? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh mate, I Open fucking hated it. Open up your eyes. That's the only um. Let the only, your fantasies. The only show that I haven't liked. Really? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, The Lion King, and Les Mis. Only three, I think. Yeah. No, not Les Mis. Um, Doctor Vargo. Didn't like Phantom of the Opera. Couldn't get into it. You saw did. it on the West End. Oh yeah, okay, very nice. Did you? So you, you really? Nah, but didn't isn't get into it so um, lovely? <laughs> right, it's a bit sad, but I cried at it. Really? Yep. You legit? I full cried. blown cried on it. Yep. Really? I was um. You stubby toe or something? Slightly hungover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stubby toe. Don't run out of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I date just kissed the bloke sitting next yeah. to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I. The the part in the the part in the show where um like he he dies, but did you cry on Les Mis? Um, I haven't seen Les Mis on stage. I've only seen oh. it on the on the movie. With hey, them. thanks for giving it away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Shit, sorry, I did, Spoiler alert. I? Yeah, well, anyway, Darth uh, Darth Vader is uh, Luke Skywalker's dad. So, guess you didn't know. Sorry, Homer. That sounds pretty cool to the microphone. Um, yeah, I love it, man. Hey, um, what's going on with that um? That new staffing at your, at your box, Mac. Have you sorted that out? Staff. You remember you lost the guy? Mm, yeah, we lost a couple. Lost a couple. So we're actually uh, we, we're doing a CDP, Coach Development Program. Right. That uh, I've just introduced this year, actually. So it's to uh, train people up in our gym through uh, 10 sessions. So it's like Coach the Coaches yep. sessions. And through that, we... We talk about group control and scaling options and, and just the basics, you know, mm. uh, because... In the, in the past, people have all these qualifications on paper and you throw them in front of a group of 10, 15 people and they just freak out. They have no idea what to do. Safety is not their number one priority. Members' experience is not their number one priority. They're just a deer in the headlights. Yeah, right. So uh, we just wanted to prevent that and, and have run a CDP. So we've put uh, five people this year through it. So jobs aren't guaranteed at the end, but it's good to know that there's five people, you know. Putting their hand up. 
to be an intern and stuff like that. And right. Are I'm they ha- members of your gym? Yeah, they're members. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'll probably next one I'll probably look at uh hiring someone with experience and then it's compulsory. They need to go through it because they need to know what I expect from them and, and what our culture's like as well. Mm. So uh that's what's happening with that and, and how long's the process for that, the C D P? Uh the internship or stage one that goes in stages is forty hours. What so, stage one's forty hours? Stage one is forty hours, and that consists of um, CDP coaching hours. So uh, w- sessions with myself, mm-hmm. going over how to become a better coach. Similar stuff to your level one, level two CrossFit, but one-on-one stuff from you to them. Yeah, also in groups. Like, uh, so I've got three, two people going through it now. So, uh, sorry, three people going through it now, and I just previously had two people. So, well, for my time management just throw them all in because yep. I think they learn from other people's <coughs> mistakes. mistakes yeah absolutely yeah, sure. and so you can highlight okay cool this is X, Y and Z and I'll give you a, a prime example that um, you know we talked about scaling options for instance and, and I gave them an, an example alright cool you've got a lady coming in here and and it's a free trial day and, and we've got uh, handstand push-ups yep. what, do you, what do you do and uh, they're typically oh okay cool well uh, we'll uh, kick them up to a handstand, I suppose, and and from there you just got to start teaching. Well, hang on a second, this girl, you know, this lady is forty years old. She hasn't kicked up to a handstand in ever. Mm. Um, she's overweight. She's going to clearly fall on her head. Yeah, she's not going to have a great experience. Hit herself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just educating them that way that there's a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more to it than just going. Okay, cool. Here's the here's the workout of the day. All right, everyone go, and I can just encourage. Yeah, yeah. sure. Because you know, people pay premium dollars to go to a CrossFit gym to, mm. to get coached. So we want to make sure that if anything happens, no matter where I am, no matter where the other coaches are, whoever is taking the class, everyone knows exactly what is expected from all coaches. Yep. Um, and that all the members have the exact same experience. Do you have all this yeah. in writing as well? Like I have it in KPIs writing. KPIs and, 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 and you... We don't necessarily have KPIs. Key uh, performance indicators. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> Do you own a gym? Uh, yes, yes, CrossFit, uh, Tom. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we're we're local. Uh, we're very, very local. We're <laughs> sitting on this corner yeah. of uh, Doc's couch at the moment. That's right. No members currently. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, listen. I have uh, weekly check-ins, certainly with all my interns, and well, they're weekly CDP uh, coaching classes. And then with the interns, they shadow my classes only. Yep. And then. Then they start to have a bit of a speaking role after the forty hours is completed. So, within the CDP, you've got or within within the internship, you've got your CDP classes that is about ten to twelve hours. You've got your observational hours, so that's just purely them staying to my right hand hip. Yep. Seeing how I talk to members, seeing that uh, I'm going to cue this person differently to this person. I'm going to speak to this person differently to this person. I know this person can. You can joke around and, you know, give a, a bit of banter to. Yep. I mm. wouldn't do it with this person, X, Y, and Z. Pretty hard um, to teach that. Well, and no, I suppose you can teach the, the basics of the, the idea behind once you know the people. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so sure. the this is when they're just observing. So yep. I would say, right, cool. Uh, who are you looking at now? And they're looking at something else. And I'll be like, no, well, actually, I'm looking at these four people right now because yep. they're, they're my prime concern or, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is, you know? And then I'd say, okay, cool. What did you notice about this lift? And they'll be like, oh, I, I don't know. And I'd be like, okay, cool. In, in, on this next lift, cool, I, want you to, I want you to watch their example arms. Yeah. Do they bend early in the arms? And yeah. that's all your, 
you're looking for. And then over the, the 40-odd hours, this takes uh, 8 to 12 weeks. Yeah. Then um, then they start to have a bit more of a speaking role very, mm. very slowly. And then... Um, Get them to take the warm-up or something like that? Warm-up or the stretching. Warm-ups or? Uh, yeah. We actually don't do a group warm-up. We, we teach, teach people in the basics how to warm-up specifically to it. Uh, so what we actually do is then after they've shadowed me uh, around for the main classes, which is about... 10 to 20 hours. They'll also do about 10 to 20 hours of just observing our basics, which is your fundamentals on ramp. We have to do uh, five sessions on our basics. And so they just, again, just purely observe. And in this, like I teach them not to say extend. And I, Mm. you know, like you can't get a newbie, a 40 year old uh, mum that comes in and go, right, I want you to extend. you like, just simplify it, you know. Yeah, they're you've already, got to know who you're talking to. They're There's already very overwhelmed you, you with the snatch. You've got to talk like, a, like you're talking to a two-year-old child as well. Well, this yeah, is I, this is internal or external cues we're talking about here. Wilbur, um, to... Wilbur's a great coach, my mate Wilbur. I always used to laugh because he, he would always say, um, you, this is when you've got to engage your hip extensors. And, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does that yeah. mean to anyone? You yeah, know? that's so true. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think you need to verbalise your knowledge. I think no, you a, a good coach will one just, word cues absolutely will get the uh, result out of the the member or athlete or client um, yep. any yeah, old right. how. Uh, so I sort of forgot where I was at, but they they just observe, and uh, so that takes about forty hours, and then I said they start to take they maybe take the intro, they yep. introduce a class, and then get comfortable speaking in front of people, mm. and then they go to stage two. Uh, then they go to stage two. Yeah, so that's all in stage one. Oh, yeah. And then stage two is a bit more in-depth and, and uh, a bit more advanced coaching. Right, yep. cool. So you've taught someone basics of the clean. Right now, this is what this is how you make a better coach or someone a bit better than just your your new member. And so, how long is that process if the other one's 40 hours? of? Yeah, another another eight month. weeks. About, yep. about eight weeks. Eight to 12 weeks for stage one and stage two. Right. Okay. So it's a lengthy process. It's the first time of doing it, and uh, already the quality that I'm seeing is psh, amazing. Wish yep. I had done this three years ago. However, the only struggle is that these guys and girls have no experience. So they've got their oh after their stage one, they are required to get their level one CrossFit. Mm, yep. After stage two, they're required to get their AWF cert. Okay. Oh, cool. And then so what? Every one of your coaches has to have AWF level one and CrossFit level one. From from now, yep, oh, yep, mm. to do stage yeah. two. There, there are in saying that there are there is one, one coach who is still the original coach with me. He doesn't have his AWF, but he has more knowledge than experience. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So him and I, uh, we, we're trained under the same person. So, yeah. But all of our other coaches haven't been there from the start, and they're all required to to bump them up that next pay bracket if they want to. Get a pay rise. They want more hours. They want more leadership. Uh, they are required to get their AWF. Yeah, yeah. For the people that are listening from uh, places outside of Australia or even in Australia, AWF is Australian Weightlifting Federation mm. club level coach. So that's one, two, and three club, nas- uh, club, state, and national level. So it's the basic yeah weightlifting certificate. How come you don't do warm ups? I've discussed this with you before, mm. but that's a pretty like contentious issue for a lot of people. What's your theory behind it? How do you make it work? I should say. Yeah, how does it? How does it? it how do you? It just what's works. class formation? It just works. So, uh, class starts at example five thirty p.m. and uh, people rock up anywhere before that, yep. and they do their own warm ups. Like if they're, if we're snatching, I don't want people going for a run. 
If you yeah. if we if we're snatching your hands around the bar, you're doing some muscle snatches, you're doing some drop snatches, you're doing some snatch balances, you're doing some back back thrusters, you're doing stuff with a barbell in a functional manner. So we teach them that. Obviously, we, we when you teach the, them that, that's all well and good. Sorry to cut you off. You yeah. got someone cruising around that like will what if help some, people go through the wipe? Or yeah, what if a newbie comes in and it doesn't know that they should be opening their thoracic or their hips if you if they're going to snatch? Yeah, we're teaching that in the basic sense. So like there's there's five sessions, yeah, and there's always a coach on twenty minutes before class. So yeah. the coaches are paid twenty minutes before, then they do the class, then it's fifteen minutes after. Okay. So they have people, they have coaches in the warm up to to help them do their warm up. Giving basically. them there's coaches before before the class starts. Yeah, so. Well, it's not individual. Everyone's just doing the same stuff. People might jump on the row and we're snatching. All right, cool. Let's warm up for snatches. Yeah, only reason I say that is because I trained at Schwartz's um, a few times. You obviously used to train at Schwartz's. Mm. When I trained at Schwartz's... That's where we pinched the idea from. Yeah. Mm. When I walked in there, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, warm-ups on the board, class starts an hour. uh, And I was in group two because... They didn't know how elite of an athlete I was. Because you were shit. <laughs> but, um, now, was... you weightlift, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. But, um, I'm going to do it every single show. So when I walked in there, they're like, yeah, warm-up's on the board. Rah, rah. No one was doing the warm-up. No? no? What were they doing? Your gym might be different. I'm not saying that. Not Smoking darts. Not saying that your gym's not... What, what do you do for a warm-up if you got snatches? Well, I warm-up for my snatch. But that's exactly what we do. Yeah, we, we not, got snatches and you want to be at 70%. No, no, come up, come having, up. <laughs> have a go at him. I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go at you. I'm saying what I saw at Schwartz's yeah. and, I, and I didn't think it worked. Yeah. So what definitely didn't work at Schwartz's because for the few sessions that I'd done there, there was people that would be sitting over there talking about their weekend. A few people would be doing, doing double unders, like doing 30 double unders every five minutes. And then a few people that knew what the workout was and they were looking at the board and they were actually following the warm-up. Yeah. So what I'm asking you is how do you police it? Because you know you say like you do the five sessions... Of mm. the snatch, and then you know, you asked about opening your hips, and you said, "Yeah, well, they learned that in the warm up. Everyone learns that in the in the whatever, but ninety percent of people forget that straight off the bat." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they so, do. yeah. and you don't do. need to worry about opening the hips; you need to worry about them hurting themselves. Basically. Well, the thing is, yeah, so, the, we, I mean, we have fundamentals and stuff at our gym, and it's a thing of, <clears> you know, I'll have newbies that have done the fundamentals, and they'll come and they'll be like, uh, so what's a front squat?" Someone oh, yeah, said, "What's a barbell?" Yeah, you know, things like that, of where course. it's like, okay, you're clearly not ready. To oh well, I, have, I really have to. to clearly not you. ready to be in here at all. Everyone's got to start somewhere. So yeah. I'm saying there, there's two coaches on, and they're walking the gym floor. That's what I mean. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, that's, right. that's Benji, cool. um, Benji, and the guys at Schwartz's didn't have that on the days that I was there, and no one was doing the warm up. So that's what I was asking. That's yeah. why I asked, right. how do you make it work? Because yeah. obviously, I trust you make it work. You you think it's fucking it's great. And so yeah. and, and so, so ten minutes before the class, we'll be like right. Bars out, snatching, warming up, shoes are on, thumbs are taped, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. That's all good. Um, and then uh, and then we just go from there. Mm. Yeah, okay. It just it just works, mate. It I works. didn't explain it probably, but there's... No, you explain no, it. No, no, I, just, fine. I, just, I just don't line people up in two lines and be like, and elbows high and outside yeah. Yeah. or drop snatch. You know, it's just like people need different things to warm up. So there's, there's, a, there's a whole heap of mobility going on. There's barbells out, there's foam rollers, there's people in the rowers. Um, but I say if we're snatching, cleaning, squatting, you do that movement 10 minutes before we start. Mm. Okay. It's interesting. Mm. I like it. It's interesting. Yeah. Because I can, I, can I, yeah. I, I treat them exactly how I would warm up. And if I'm snatching and we're going to 80%, I'm not going to go for a run and, and nah. do some pull-ups and push-ups and air squats. But I'm you're gonna, a, yeah, for sure. I'm going to get out of barbell. And I'm going to do some muscle snatches. I'm going to do some back squats and back. But you're a you're a seasoned you're a weightlifter. 
You're a one percenter. You're a one percenter yeah. in the CrossFit community. But that's what my gym does. I teach them all that. But some people aren't that that level yet. Yeah. You some people I mean? aren't that. You're, you're telling me. You're telling me that uh, you can't give a newbie ten thrusters. Um, oh no, no, no! Yeah, you can I'm do whatever just, you want with them. What, so, what, we're, so saying, like what if, we're what we're saying is, mm. people aren't defaulting doing the right thing. Oh, that's what this is. What I think. This is mm. why I'm asking because yep. I, I would imagine that um, Mary Smith, how is she? Fifty. She's she's well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's really well. Yeah. Kids. Oh, good. But um, Mary Smith, mother of two, uh, fifty-five years old, got a hip problem. Yeah. Um, never done any exercise in her life, but wants to lose fifteen kilos. Yeah. And she's done the the, the on ramp. Mm. What I'm saying is that I don't think she's going to default. Oh, we're snatching today. I better do three from the high hip, three from the <laughs> hang. I better do some, better do some slow pulls. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, what I'm, they're, they're not gonna. And and that's why I was saying, what what do you use? We to got we we, that? we have two coaches walking around. Yeah, and it's pretty yeah, cool. pretty quickly yeah. identified who the newbies are. Yeah, hey, yeah. we know them. And you triage those newbies a little more than you. Yeah, you, you can group them the, more. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, um, cool. And, and, Call them names. Yeah, we're all, yeah. But we're all adults. Like, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, they're not prisoners. They don't have to jump when I say jump. Yeah. No, nah, well, that's you fair know? enough. That's good. I mm. like that. I like mm. that. I mm. like the whole thing. It's like, like, if you've got coaches there. Bill likes the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so. it's definitely, um, it's definitely police. Well, softly policed. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's just doing a bit different. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. No fair one's enough. doing three high hang snatches and then resetting and then three from the knee. It's mm. just, well, you get a barbell in your hand, do 10 thrusters, put the bar down, uh, tape your thumbs, pick the bar up, do a couple of muscle snatches, put some weight on, whatever it is. Mm. Yep. Mm. Fair mm. enough. Right. What else has been happening anyway then, Mac, outside of work, outside of that party life? Just living the dream. No, um... <laughs> I'm going up to... Oh, you're uh, broke, you're doing fuck all. <laughs> no, normally when someone says I'm living the dream. Yeah. They're they're not, they are so <laughs> not living the dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm depression. Semi, I'm suicidal. Uh, I'm, um, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Depression Cast. <laughs> I'm off to, uh, <laughs> off to Sydney next week for a uh, property seminar. So, oh, really? So this is the dude... Uh, oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> How many investment properties you got, buddy? None. <laughs> Uh, I'm living the dream. Made about 150 grand on my last one, buddy. Uh, living the dream, mate. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now I get right into property, and it's something I definitely want to look at. And I'm currently looking at my second one, and this is going to give me some insights on how to look for more. What's the what's the like the subject of the course? Oh, it's called quantum property. So it's he's like about my, he's, buying residential is about like developing big. Is it about generally everything or is residential it like and commercial buying, buying more residential and commercial yep. properties? So it's yeah, it's sweet. how to get properties under the market, how to leverage using your uh, leverage your so we're just equity like, and so forth. Yeah, and just, absolutely. Just multiply properties. Yeah, yeah sick. Yeah, so That's he's, cool. he's more my my life coach, and there's a group of us. This is sort of that mentoring. You know, we have uh, mentoring calls like Skype calls, group calls weekly about property and people will ring up or not ring up just talk on the computer I suppose about you know possible options that they've got and, and uh, he goes okay cool this is how you can avoid tax this way on this option and mm. make sure you do it this way so it's just uh, tips and then a couple times a year we get together as a big group up in Sydney and, and uh, everyone sort of brings what they've got to the table and then he would suggest okay cool if this is your option let's have you thought about this yep. way to, mm. to leverage a bit more and um, so what we're learning is you don't need even you know you can have uh, you can buy a house with a dollar type of thing yeah you know hundred and five percent yeah 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 um, yeah that's sick what are mm. you paying for that I've just started with a business coach that's why I ask mm. I'm wondering how much you're spending on 
It's a few edu- grand. Educating yourself. A few grand for the year. Uh, yeah, this is, it's a bit more than a few grand, but it's like definitely worth it. Why don't you tell it. us how much it is? Uh, <laughs> it's you don't it's, have to. I, I, my, my business coach is 2500 a month. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I know. Are you paying um, Jenna Reinhardt? Um, nah. Jenna, oh. um, Jenna's... How is Jenna? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I was, just, I was just genuinely interested to see. Yeah, so, so this property one uh, is 15 grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the for the yearly for this week in Sydney, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Okay. You might raise your eyebrows, and so did no. I. But in one transaction, I made 150. When's that? Uh, from the equity. From the yeah. From, from the, the equity yeah, yeah. of yep. uh, my, this property that I've got now in St Kilda, uh, that's already made 150 grand in equity. Yeah. Right. So yes, you spend a bit and and whatever up front, but the knowledge you mm. learn, you can just get in a little bit here and so we bought this under market value, significantly under market value, and I mm. wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for this dude. What's that yeah. old saying? Give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man a fish, he'll never go. And what it. he what he says is just little things one. like people always uh, try and rip off your agents. They're like, oh, try and get down their agents' fees. Their agent fees might be five grand. He goes, pay him double. You know, spend money to make money. And the fact that if your agent asks for five grand and you barter him down, it's like someone saying to you, "Oh, hey, do you want to uh, do you want to work for half half rate for me?" Yeah, they're going to put in you a half ass awesome job. job. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> if I say to you, certainly with property, because if I go to you, "Hey, mate, I'll pay you double," he's going to work harder to find me a better house under market. And the thing yeah. with that is, he's going to fight. You know how you talk to a real estate agent and they're like oh, look, I'm not supposed to fucking tell you this, but yeah. the owners really need to get rid of it. And you just think, as soon as someone says that to me, you're like, this dude's dodgy as, dodgy as fuck. Mm. He's doing the same thing on the other side of the fence, 100%. Mm. You know? But because a lot of real estate agents are dodgy both ways equally, mm. it might sway them to look after you yeah. a little bit more. And that looking after you is 20, 30 grand, you know? Absolutely. Probably something like that. So, mm, no, that's, that's sick. I used to buy his agent when I bought my house in Thornbury. Mm. So, I'd always bought... My first three properties I bought myself, just went and sourced, sourced them, went and did all the research, went and went to a thousand open for inspections yeah. and so on. And I knew the, the areas relatively well. It was pretty straightforward because they were houses on a, you know, a, a three-bedroom house with one bathroom on 700 square meter block. Whereas when you bring units in the... In the um, so I was buying a unit in Thornbury. I didn't know the area of Thornbury very well. And I don't know the ins and outs of units very well either. There's so many... Yeah. small pieces of the puzzle with a unit that can make or break the de- or that makes it much more valuable than yeah. and I wasn't willing to put in the time to fucking learn all of those yeah. because I didn't have the time and if I learnt it what it cost me to get a buyer's advocate was um, seven grand yeah so seven grand and he did all the negotiations as well perfect so 100% I made the seven grand back in the negotiations because mm. I'm a shit negotiator uh, I just know that so in my opinion, I already made the, the the back on the actual price of the sale and he got me a really awesome unit that I don't think I would have got a unit. I wouldn't have found a unit and yeah. known it's worth, you know? Absolutely. And it took out all the all the legwork. I didn't have to... I went... I was still working. I was working as a trade at the time. So I could work... Um, I could work every day, make, yeah. make good money there. And then rather than spending two hours a day on realestate.com I enjoy all that stuff mm. but two hours a day on realestate.com driving up to the houses yeah. doing over for inspections every weekend especially in the city and 
so for me, it was a no-brainer to get a buyer's advocate. A um, little different, but totally 100%. Like when you're talking real estate or business like me with my business coach, 1% here, 5% there, um, luck of the draw, getting the right help, these little things like that, mm. they're not 500 bucks, couple hundred bucks, 50 bucks there, mm. $5,000, $10,000, $50,000. Yeah. You know, so I... Um, but knowledge is power, you know, and, and that's where this... Uh, He's he's also my life coach. He teaches me a lot about everything, really. But he's all about leveraging and building teams. And uh, I've been a lone wolf for most of my life. Like, I know where I'm going in life, and I know the direction, and you can either come with me or you don't, but I know where I'm going. This guy has um, changed my opinion on that because, you know, you need other people. You need... So what we're doing this week, uh, next week in Sydney, we're there to build the team. Yep. So there might be, say, 30 or 40 people at the conference, um, all from different states. And what happens is all the Melburnians get together and bang, there's 10 people there. Find out who's your negotiator. Find out who's your person that loves to crunch numbers. Yep. Find out who's your finder. Find out who's searching for your advocate or whatever, your yep. agent. And so you can leverage off your team. Just say you've got 20 people, oh, sorry, 10 people. Um. 10% of a lot is still a lot, where 0% of 100 is still zero. Does that make sense? So yeah, he's saying like right. if you want to get into the market or whatever, it's like, oh, I don't have, don't have the money or whatever. You don't need the money. You just need the right people around you and, and uh, build off your team. And you'll, yeah. yeah. That's, that's fair enough. What do you got? So what's we going on with you, Bill? Um, <clears throat> not much. I've got my weightlifting... Uh, <laughs> Next weightlifting comp on Saturday. I'm there just it is. For that, <laughs> oh, I stitch you up for that one. <laughs> oh, you just, just an answer. Yeah, no, no. So you get pumped for it. You got yeah, to lose a keg, don't you? I got to lose a kilo and a half. Okay, but it'll be sweet. I just won't eat a ton of food. And do you eat a ton of food now, though? Nah, yeah, I eat a fair bit. I've got a pretty fast metabolism, so I have to. But um, yep. yeah, you got to drop a kilo and a half, which shouldn't be a problem. Yep. I'm maxing out my clean and jerk later today, and uh, yeah, it'll be good next mm. Sunday, actually. Okay. Just lame. So what do you do? What do you do a week prior to, to a comp? You start thinking about the, the weights you're going to move? or you... Um, Not really. I just try and relax. Yeah. I just try and chill right out. So we'll do, depending on, I think because it's a Sunday comp, we'll tro- probably train Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I haven't spoken to Ivan because the, the comp just got moved yesterday from Saturday to Sunday because there was so many people on this in this one competition. Yep. And... Um, yeah, so normally I'll just train Monday, Wednesday, Friday maybe, and I'll just be super light, move some barbells around, do mm. some lightish squats, and then Tuesday, which I would normally train, I'll rest. I'll probably go, uh, I've been getting a float tank in every Tuesday. Mm. So I'll get a float in there. Thursday, I'll go see Jill, which is, I'll get an osteo treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rub and tug. Thomas but, the Tank. But, um, Tugs Bunny. But um, sorry, babe. Sorry about that. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> um, anyway, I'll go see Jill, and then uh, yeah, Friday maybe I'll do some real light barbell stuff. But so what do you do relax, when you have man. when you're resting? Like, what do you what's a what's a rest day apart from the float tank? Stretch a rest a bit day? Nah, I don't. I should. True I should nothing. do. I should do more stretching. I pretty much try and I try and. Go and get like an hour of something in because then it's just, it's done. Like I'll go and I'll get a float or I'll get a, if I'm, I'm not that motivated, I should probably stretch more and do a lot of my own, you know, rolling around and stuff. But mm. I just, one, I, I just can't, I don't know, I can't get my head around doing yeah. it. So I just, um, they're my two go-tos normally. Float 
or yeah, floating a treatment. Floating a treatment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and yeah. that'll that'll get me pretty pretty up and about. I did that um, wings for life run on Sunday night though. Yep. So I was prime, like I was moving pretty well, and my my um, Ivan said that the other day. He said. I did some pulls and I felt like I was moving really well. Like I was just moving heavy, heavy pulls like a light weight, you know, and just um, in the, I don't know, in the zone. Ivan said it to me. He's like, he said, good, good, uh, looks great. I said, oh, yeah, thanks. He said, you're in, you're in the groove. I want all my lifters to get into, but they very rarely ever do. And I was mm, like, fuck yeah. Big compliment. I, yeah. Cause this is like, this is the best I've felt in two years. Wow. Three years, I reckon. And then I went and did the, um, Sugar and Benny Kane, two of my really good mates, they're brothers in a wheelchair from footy accident. And um, there was the Wings for Life run that Red Bull did. So I wanted to enter to do that, to raise money for um, spinal cord research. And I it sold out. Like I had problem booking in online and then it sold out. And then I got the late call up Sunday night. Yep. So I went Sunday of last week. So that's like five days ago for the listeners from when I'm talking now. And it fucked me all week. Mm. Monday I trained like a... I still trained Monday, but I ran... Seven kilometers on the road with like no run, not not real. It wasn't really wearing real running shoes. So, and I haven't ran, I haven't got into more than a brisk jog in like three years. Yeah, yeah. And that, so. my friend, is why we don't run as a warm up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, uh, it, no, it, yeah. it trashed me. So, I had a pretty rough training week. I had a bad day Monday. I just got a bit done. Couldn't pull off, couldn't clean off the floor, couldn't, did some pulls, but couldn't do anything real dynamic. Did some, mm. did some work. And then Wednesday was okay. I got heaps of rehab in it. Just, Snatched a ride on Wednesday. It just hasn't been a perfect... I would kind of wish I didn't do it, mm. the, the, the run, for the competition purposes, but it was. I was never not going to do it for my mate's purposes. Yeah, you know, of course. Were, so of like course. 15 of us did it. It was 30, 30 countries around the world. Yeah, right. Took part in this Red Bull um, event. It was all, they all, everyone started running at the same time, all around the world. Cool. Some countries were starting running at 3 a.m. We started at 9 p.m. And there's a... A car that starts, you get a 30-minute head start, and there's a car that starts, and it goes 15 kilometers an hour, and then it catches you at whatever point you've made. Right. And, yeah, and what so, does that signify? Uh, oh, it's just like how much you've raised towards... I forget how, I don't really know how it works, but you, uh, whatever you run, um, Red Bull will put in or whatever. Something, I can't really remember, because I didn't have to raise any money or get any sponsors, but the more you run, the more money goes towards the research. Yeah. Basically. So Sugar and Benny, uh, they, they ran like 33 Ks. Oh, yeah, people were doing marathons. So it's 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 set up. Benny next year wants to do a marathon. Sugar as well. They and that they run a lot. You know, they they're into it. They'll run a marathon next year for sure. They weren't really informed this year. I ran the least. I um I ran seven k's and a few guys ran That's like still a fair few. Yeah, it was seven kilometers more than I've run in in total in the last three years. In your whole life. Yeah. How long <laughs> but, did that take? Um, how long did it take to run seven k's? Um, still doing it now alright by 7k's I mean I ran 5 <laughs> and then I walked and shuffled another 2 <laughs> it was pretty pathetic yeah <laughs> uh, I was embarrassed there was people zooming past me on wheelchairs there was people in wheelchairs zooming past me oh but that, I mean like they've got wheels <laughs> yeah, yeah true it's an unfair <laughs> that's, advantage that's, that's so unfair it's an unfair advantage for yeah. sure. hey I want to um, test you on your Spanish how's that, how's that studying me going not bad not too bad yeah muy bien La- <laughs> What? Muy bien. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Oh, yeah, nice. You're the okay. te- you're I'm the joking. I know, I know. Um, what do you got? What is La Puerta? La Puerta or La Puerta? Does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Toilet or bathroom? Or no, no. No, that's no, baño. 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 Yeah. What do you... La, how's it spelled? Let's say it again. I was, uh, La Puerta. La Puerta? Yep. No, sé. <laughs> Door. 
Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, no, my Spanish is <laughs> fucked. <laughs> 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 right. Muy bien, muy bien. I'll put um, I'll put um, door in a sentence, but you have to tell me what the sentence is, okay? Siempre se le echa la cupla al goblino. Mate, I, I think if someone that could speak Spanish said that to me, I'd be able to work it out. Well, it actually means the blame is always laid at the door of the government. <laughs> right. So, spice up your uh, study, mate. I know. What a joke. It's good, right? What a joke I am. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've just been getting ready for the comp anyway. Yep. What do you do with... Um, I know you said you just um, don't eat as much when you're trying to... Because you're a little bit over. But you're not always over weight before you do a comp, do you? Um, do you do like different things for um, no, in terms I, of nutrition before before doing like a comp? No, nah, not really. I eat pretty well as it is. Yeah. I, just, I just carry on eating well. But this is the first time that I've been... Yeah, this is the first time that I've had to come down for yeah, a comp. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I got up to like 80... Seven most of last year, or for a good when I was healthy last year. Yeah, but I didn't compete all last year. No, I trained most of the year, but I had a big back spasm five days out from the comp. Yep, one the one my comeback comp. So um, I never had to actually cut the weight and get down, or not yep. cut, but like I never had to get down. So this is the first time I've had to come down. It's been about two kilos. I'm down about one point five now. I'll be sweet. Yeah. What uh, what routines do you say to yourself or do uh, prior to a lift? Uh, I just try and be real calm. Yeah, super super calm. If I'm in the if I'm in the um, if I'm out the back and I'm ready to go, then I'm ready to go. If I have a five minute gap in between or like a ten minute gap in between lifts, you know that'll happen. Sometimes yeah. you'll hit your first second's not going to be for mm. ten minutes. I'll do a pull at the weight I'm going to snatch out on the platform. Um, so I'll still move up in weight. I'll just do a, do a pull. Uh, and then when I get out on the platform, I like to. I always get the sniffy salt, uh, the sniffy salt for snatch and the clean jerk. I've never had those. Oh, I've never like, had as well. What does it make sick. It, it, like, Does this get you up in a bit? Um, I, I forget what the what the the, the actual um, what it's actually called. The salt is cocaine. Called. Yeah, definitely cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it just it's like getting um, like a smashing uh, splashing cold water on your face. Yeah, it's like woof. Yeah, but yeah, it just goes straight to your head and just you're just like whoa, you're waking waking right up. I don't know the science behind it at all, but um. So yeah, I get the sniffy salts and then I uh, yeah I don't walk out until about forty five seconds. So mm, is that superstition? Yeah, uh, I don't. I just don't like walking out at the, right on the on the minute. I walk out forty five seconds. So that by the time I'm up on the platform and I'm just about to address the bar, the buzzer will go, the thirty second buzzer. Mm. So I don't like if I walk out there a minute. It takes me about thirty seconds. I've worked out basically, and then if the buzzer goes and I'm about to lift, it pisses yeah, me off. Yeah. But I don't also want to leave it till I've got three seconds left to lift, even though that'd be fine. I know, so, yeah, I know we'll, people that will wait till like the the three two or the one just for adrenaline kicks and oh, they'll really? try and beat it. Yeah, it just huh. sort of pumps them up. That's They're like, oh, am I going to miss it? Am I going to miss it? I'm going to hit it, and yeah. they'll just wait and they'll wait and they'll wait and they'll wait, and then one second hits and now they'll start to lift. That's wow, cool. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Except I just don't think that. you'd be um, when I mean people's. Yeah. I mean just one person. All oh, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. I know how, how does he or she go? Are they good? Yeah, good waiters. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Takes me so long to set my bloody back right. I reckon I wouldn't be able to do it. Three, two, one. <laughs> um, yeah that's I don't know but yeah that's my routine I just try and be I'm really really I'm not pumped up when I'm going to lift I'm internally pumped up mm. but I'm trying deep breaths real stoic face walk, I walk super 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 slow get out on the platform total opposite to me yeah, yeah. get it done I'm just ah, yeah. not really? screaming not, I'm just 
I'm swearing to myself. I'm stomping yeah. my feet. I grip the bars super hard. I'm yeah, just like, none of come that. on, you fuck. <laughs> you know, just get it. And I just, bang, done, got it. None, of that, none of that for me. But I, that- when I celebrate, I, I won't really, I no. won't often. My psych up is really angry and aggressive. But once I hit the weight, it's, I, I won't, I very rarely slam the bar or mm. yell well, afterwards. Yeah, but you're not allowed to. Well, I don't really max out too much in training, but on the platform, yeah, yeah obviously you can't slam. The bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, do you get penalised for that? Yeah, you can't slam the bar. You can't slam you, the bar. You'll, you'll get um no lift. Yeah, yeah. Can't, well, can't. technically you can because it happens. You just have to have control. Well, you dump the bar. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you your hands have to be. Your both hands must be on the floor. Yeah, but on the floor, on the bar. But in saying that as well, if you slam the bar, you can still even if you control it past the shoulders, which mm. is what they say. They can still say you slam the bar, no lift. Right. You yeah. know? But, but everyone knows what a slam as opposed to a controlled dump looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the wrong word to say. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Because you're but, a idiot, mate. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but um, no, I'm super calm. Like I'll walk out and I'll I'll stand up and I'll walk and I'll put I'll put left foot under the bar, right foot under the bar. I'll stand. I'm right foot. Yeah. We are so opposite. <laughs> yeah, I'll stand there and then. I'll take a few deep breaths. Since Michael Inglis, since the Michael Inglis podcast, I'll, oh, I'll close yeah. my eyes and I'll think of like two perfect snatches or whatever and I'll think of what I'm going to do. And then I'll stand there on the platform. I used to um, crack my neck, like not crack my neck, but stretch my neck. Stand there. I like take in, because I fucking love standing on the platform. I love being on the platform. It's the number one thing. I said when the, this comp, when I got, Ivan told me I was lifting in this comp, I said I would forfeit. I was so excited. I said, you know what? I reckon I'd forfeit this 30 days of my life to have the comp tomorrow. I just lose it. Really? I just love competing that much in weight. Yeah. It's the it's my favorite thing in the world. Do you do this in training? Like, will you stand behind the bar and only when it's about ninety percent plus? Okay, okay. Yeah, I still my my routine's still the same. It'll yeah. be right foot, left foot, right hand, left hand, fucking whatever. Get ready, boom. Um, but actually standing up on the platform, opening my chest up, closing my eyes, I might and do that in training. Arms. Yeah, I shake my arms. I yep. shake my neck. Yeah. Um, I might do that at like 95 plus, mm. 95% plus, mm. um, but not often in training. So it's funny because, yeah, I'm the total opposite of you. Liam, um, one of my good mates from weightlifting, he's uh, second in Australia. He's like a bull. He's like smashing the platform. But he has the same thing every time. It's funny because he's like, he goes, <laughs> and then he'll walk up, get some chalk, and he'll go, <laughs> like, makes, I don't oh, know, right. but he makes the same noises at the same points. Okay. Grabs a bar, goes, <clears throat> right, left foot. Kieran Hogan style. Uh, kind of like Kieran, yep. He'll go right, left foot and then he'll make the same exact moans, groans, um, you know, throughout noises lift, yeah. throughout but like time to the second after the exact mannerism. Like it's a perfect routine. Yeah. Looks like someone outside looking in, you're like, fuck, this dude's pumped up, whatever, he's just gone. Yeah. Getting all up and about but every time it's the exact same. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's funny how it works. Like, yeah, everybody, everybody's yeah. different. For me, I've just got to be, I just try and be like, but I also pride myself on, but you've moved really well as well, but I pride myself on being a smooth mover. So I try and be calm, fluid. When I'm thinking about the snatch, I'm thinking about speed, but I'm also thinking about positioning. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be, you know, I know what I've got to do. I've just got to fucking hit it here, get under fast. You know, I don't know. I just, it makes me feel like it's what I should be doing. Obviously, to you, it's different. Funny. Mm. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I just pace. But once my hands go on the bar, that's it. Then it's just nothing. Yep. You know, like I'm pacing, I'm swearing at myself, calling myself names you don't want to know and stamping my feet. But I, <laughs> I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll stomp my right, stomp my left, 
right hand goes, as soon as my left hand goes, there's no other thought. Yeah. It's just work hard or stay over, whatever I need to concentrate on for that yeah. day. Right. Hey, massive tangent, but I do not know this about either of you. What music do you guys listen to? Do you guys like music? <laughs> I, used to, I used to DJ. <laughs> I used to DJ in clubs. Oh, yeah, I knew that. People, yeah. Oh, you like Deep House. I know you like Deep People House. That I don't like, like Electra. Music are, um, evil. And yeah, psychos. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like music. What do you like, Bill? This is the most, 100%. Um, met Jill's sister the other day and she asked me. This is the number one question in the entire world that makes me feel uncomfortable. What music Why? do you like? Yep. Really? Yep. Because I don't know how to answer it, I have no answer. And I kind of feel like I should have an answer. Hey, Doc. Yo. What music do you like? Um, yeah, see, I normally would say I like a bit of everything. See, what I'll do is I'll put on a playlist. Yeah. I'll put on... Uh, I basically work every day to Triple J's Hottest 100 for one of the last four or five years. And yep. I'll just play it all the way through. So I know tons of songs, tons of music, can sing along to heaps of stuff. I don't know who sings it or what the song is. Why don't you just say I like the song Triple J? Triple J. Yeah, well, that's not, I'm a type, a, it's not a type but of music. I'm a, I'm a, I like know, indie alternative rock. Yeah, if I say I like Triple J, then I'm, I'm saying... I'm a massive I'd... Triple J fan, and I'm the same. Apart from a, a, like Deep House or Electro or something like that, I'll just say I'll just say I like Triple J. Yeah. Everything on Triple J. Well, that's a music station, not a type of music. So Triple J is like, can be Kanye West, fucking Sarah Blasco. But people, like if someone said to me, you, I like Triple J, I'd go, I'd, I'd have a general understanding. I, I would yeah, feel like they've satisfyingly I get answered the question. I get know? that. I could have answered if you, what type of radio, what type of Triple music, J. Fact, I would have said Triple J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as, that's what I mean, as far as like, like what genres. type of music you listen to, it just stumps me and I just, yeah, I don't it's know. It's a tough one though, really yeah. tough. What I, do you like, guys listen to? I like every single genre there is. I'll Even tell you, like I'll, I reckon I can tell you. Hey? The death metal and yep, the fine. grunge. Fine. What do you mean fine or you like it? Like it. Like yeah. Yep. Wow. Screamers. Everything. Yep. Everything. Oh! Yep. Think oh, it's good. I hate that shit. All right. Oh. Another one. Give me another one. Gays AIDS. Yep. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> Slipknot was alright in the old. Slipknot was great. No. Um, I love nah. Slipknot. Not for me. No. Nah? Nah. What about Slip? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like it all, man. There's a time and a place for everything, and I reckon um I reckon like heavy metal like Slipknot that comes from an amazing place, you know. But that's not all. I, I think I get the the impact here that. Well, the idea that I, that's all I listen to. I don't. I mostly listen to... Uh, what am I listening to at the moment? Radiohead. Listen to heaps of Radiohead. Yeah. Um, Yay. <laughs> and, uh, and Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam. But I'm also listening to um, Gazaffelstein. So like Electro House. Um, gangster Rap. Mozart. <laughs> I listened to Mozart uh, two weeks ago. And it was great. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, mate. Anything. Absolutely anything. That's cool. Well, um, what do you reckon, boys? Done. Done. <laughs> we'll call it there. It's uh, beer time. <laughs> I'm keen. Friday night at Adventure Fit Headquarters. I'm going to train. The boys are going to drink beer. <laughs> no, nah, I'll be going to uh, train beer. <laughs> well, I'm going to go uh, <laughs> read up on some property. Oh, so we'll we'll, actually, we'll, we'll suck. Heavily lame and total yeah. lies. We're not going to hang out. We're not going to drink any beers. Nah, we're not drinking beers. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. That's a wrap. Hey, so that was it, guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Um, if you did, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you didn't, then we don't want to know about you. Um, the show notes, everything mentioned in this show, will be found at www.adventurefittravel.com forward slash podcast. So anything that you want to check up on, any, any, um, any link to anything that we mentioned will be in there so you can go and 
playing around with all the usable stuff that we that we spoke about, if any, on this episode. Um, and then join our mailing list there as well. So on the website, there's plenty of places and bars and little um, little uh, opt-in boxes. Join our mailing list. If you're on our mailing list, you'll get all the updates with our trips, all the updates with our promotions, all the updates with Adventure Fit Radio, and all the blogs that we have through our content team. So it's all good stuff, guys. We don't spam anyone. Anyway, we'd also like to thank our sponsors before we go, and that's audible.com. Um, check out audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio for 30 free days and a free audiobook and Adventure Fit Travel. Like I said, Head online, check out our trips. The Philippines is coming up. You don't want to miss out. And that's pretty much it. Catch you next week.